This week on Not Sauce for Work, my co-host Terry Tam and I are joined by producer Eagle at Master Control as we go comparison shopping on Cash's March's Kick, Tony Corrente's Dirty Hip Check, and two of the best interviewees in sports. Also, Mad Dog Russo screams his disappointment and hilarity ensues. We will get into these topics and much more on this episode of Not Sauce for Work on the Hot Sauce Sports Podcast Network. Terry, hi Eags. How's it going, boys? What's going on? Um, do you guys like outdoor concerts? Uh, depends. Do I get crushed by a mob? Potentially. <laughs> then no. That's bearing uh, the lead a little. That's sorry. That's exposing the lead a little bit. But uh, on on the surface, do you like uh, outdoor concerts? I feel like you can't you can't hear it the same unless you're close, right? So, like I saw, I went to Oceaga. I don't even know what year it was. Probably in 2005, 2006. And it was Eminem headlining. And we were so far back. I can hear, like I knew the songs, right? So I know what's going on. Like I can play it in my head. But if you don't know the songs, you're not understanding shit. Uh, Mom Spaghetti. <laughs> That's all you exactly. need. That's all you need. Um, but if you don't even understand Mom Spaghetti, then it's a, it's a rough concert experience. Yeah. I'm kind of with you, Terry, that I don't uh, like the Sonic experience much. Um but you know, like I, I will dabble now and again. We have the jazz festival here in Montreal. There's a bunch of open air shows, uh, but I feel like those are a little different for shows that people pay for. Um, and of course, the reason I'm bringing it up is at Astro uh, Astro World um, over the weekend. The news broke that um, at this music festival, the second day was canceled after uh, during a Travis Scott set. Um, 16 people were hospitalized in a crowd rush. Eight people died as a result of being trampled to death. Um, and a lot of really bizarre details uh, came out of this. Travis Scott has been indicted for inciting a riot in the past. He's done stuff like where a fan was, you know, looking like he was going to jump off a balcony. And Travis Scott said, do it. You know, they'll catch you. And then the, the fan broke his legs. Uh, he often encourages uh, fans to, to break these safety protocols. And the weirder thing here is he kept performing as they were sort of trying to get everyone out and, and cancel the concert. And on top of that, was performing as the ambulance was arriving to remove the injured and now we know dead bodies. It's <clears throat> apparently there was a kid dancing on the ambulance at the same time too. Like, well, because again, he kept the party going, right? That's, uh, <laughs> uh, so Travis Scott at one point at one point in the concert, he like pointed out that somebody was like in trouble. Was like, no, be careful, help that kid out. Like he pointed to a kid and he saved one kid. Listen, it's not his. It's weird to say, but it's not his job to 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 help kids while they're there like he's putting on a show but i from what i hear and everything i read there's there was like very minimal security well so the, the, well that's also on yeah. his team and him like his management and everything and also, also if you see like something well, bad happening why, in the crowd shut the fuck up and call it out right like why yeah. like, why did show continue you I, but he did though he did that he did it once i'm saying is like he can't see it all right he doesn't know what's going on well, down no, but when, you, when you see when you see the footage Terry, it's the equivalent of us doing a podcast and imagine uh, while we're doing like a live show uh, we see like people rushing the stage and trampling on like you see that from from stage right like oh, it's not okay. people in the back being trampled it's people in the front because everyone's rushing towards the front because it's a, it's um it's a terrifying experience if you've ever been a part of it, it when you see uh, crush, yeah. 
It, they just because the people in front have nowhere to go. There's yeah. not another way out of it, you know. Also, there was a girl who was trampled, but she got out, and then but she was an EMT, so they asked her to help, and she was giving CPR to people. Like she was trampled, and then she like rushed and adrenaline rush got up and started saving lives. Crazy. And like so, one of the things too is um, um, these outdoor concerts tend to have sort of lack security, and 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 they they differ in rules from indoor concerts. And the best example of an outdoor concert going to shit. Is the most famous one is Woodstock. Was uh, if you watch the documentaries on it, it was an absolute shit show. Um, and only people three sick. people died at Woodstock, though. Yeah, three. well, we, and but of course, a lot of people got sick and overdosed and a whole bunch of other things. And um, and on top of that, like the 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 reason why Jimi Hendrix played so early in the morning is they're running eight hours late. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, why would you schedule the biggest rock star of the time at uh, seven o'clock in the morning? It's because you didn't. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, the thing is, so yeah. Woodstock too was like it was like the it was the concert of peace, right? So you're not gonna yeah. you don't expect like it, a lot of people being aggressive and stuff. But anyway, at the end of the day, your job is to if you're putting on an event, your job is to make sure that everybody in that event is safe. That was not and, done. And, and and we've seen other examples of like uh, you know Dave Grohl refu- like refusing to continue the concert unless like they sort of cleared the area for an autistic child. Uh, we saw Adele had a similar situation. Um, and I remember even the the return of Woodstock, Red Hot Chili Peppers famously threatened to stop playing because he, they saw women being groped um, aggressively uh, in the first few rows. Um, so the artist, it, it's tough because to your point, Terry, like it's not all on the artist and the, the organizers do have a say, but you know, I just, I don't understand how you can keep performing as you see sort of chaos erupting and people getting hurt. Like that, that's the part for me that I found difficult. And I'm a Travis Scott. Yeah, guy, that's the like thing Travis too. Scott. It's, yeah, yeah. I mean, he seems like a good dude. He's done a lot for the city of Houston, at least. He just seems like but, he's uh, lost. Like, how do you not notice? I think he's just oblivious to, like, yeah. how it works. You know, like, he's been... But he's been in these mosh pits and stuff. Like, he's known as that guy. Well, and, and so he knows found, what it looks like. He's there. been indicted in the past for inciting riots at, at his concerts. So, I mean... I don't know if he, I mean, what, uh, what does he do to incite a riot? Like, well, he, what, he encourages people when he's... He has, and I don't know about this case specifically because I haven't seen uh, that footage, but there, there's, um, there is footage of him encouraging people to break safety protocols during his concerts. Like when oh, he sees okay. people well. doing stuff that is stupid, he, he kind of encourages it. And again, when people are there to see you and you're up on stage, and, uh, sort of a, an altered, uh, sorry, an altered rock stardom, um, you got to understand that you're going to have an impact on the people that are to see you, you know? 100%. Although I just got to say, for some reason, China always seems to do it better. Tiananmen Square, best crowd crush ever. Yeah. I mean, not quite. The person didn't get crushed. They just were never seen again after that. <laughs> um, so that's it. We got a lot going on. Um, we got an interesting approach to the show today, Terry. And I'll unveil it as we go on. Um, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, let's get to it. It's time for the news. <laughs> Terry's the news. Um, the <laughs> I want to go comparison shopping today, um, especially in the uh, the block A of the show. Um, I want to talk about certain things that happen in sports and then compare them to things that are seemingly unrelated, but I couldn't help but compare them in my mind. Um, and, and that'll sort of um, guide us through the, the variety of shows. I imagine, uh, variety of topics. I imagine you saw the, the Monday Night Football game last night. 
Yes, I did. I did as well. Um, and we start. Can we all appreciate the fact that the game ended on a doink? Thank you, Matt. Well, you know, uh, 60, 65. I know. I Yards. thought I was going to go in. Honestly. I thought I was going in. <laughs> I, ha- I had Chicago. I, going to the second, I had Chicago in like three different price lines to win, money line. And yeah. I was like, they when they scored to go up, I was like, they left way too much time on the clock. Like, yeah. they're, Pittsburgh's at home. They're going to run. Like, they know the turf. Like, it's just, it, it was a minute, 46 seconds. You give them on the clock. They should have ran the ball a couple times. A few, like maybe QB, QB draws, things like that, just to kill the clock. Just to bring it down to under a minute. You know what I mean? Like you were, they were able to march, and then they just fucking screwed me over. Yeah. Um, but um, I will say one of the things that caught my eye, first of all, was uh, Cassius Marsh's um, celebration, for which I think would eventually preempt uh, an eventual taunting call. Check out this celebration, Terry. And now he's taken down. Cassius Marsh. And Read now he's after. taken down. So we didn't get the right clip. No, no, we did. I'm talking nope. about the... Uh, yep. We did. This, this is... You this need is to follow the show, anything. Terry. <laughs> no, no. This is I said the this celebration. Is, this is the celebration that I believe would eventually uh, lead to his taunting penalty later in the game. <laughs> is how I set up the clip. But this is the sack that he got. That he I understand, walking. Terry. Please follow the show because we're going to compare it to another kick. It's why I'm bringing it up. We're comparing right, things today. Okay, go for it because I think you're wrong. No, how can it be wrong? It's a thing I'm saying. Okay, go. go I for know it. he didn't get flagged in that play. I'm not saying he got flagged in that play. Okay, I'm saying he did this. This it, He eventually got a penalty. Let's compare it to another kick. Um, and the kick, of course, I want to c- compare it to is uh, Chris Barnett uh, making contact with uh, Gian Vellante this past weekend. Vellante back with some combinations, and then he lets Gian Vellante back in. Oh! Back with some combinations, and then he lets John Vellante back in. Although I did lose money on the, the Bears game, I went full unit on Chris Barnett KO. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Um, first of all, how how um, how excited are you whenever you see sort of like a big dude who's not like well defined have these like athletic feats where it's like looking at you sprained my ankle. There's this guy, he's famous online, he went viral. He's like 5'7", he's got like a beer belly, he's short. He can do backflicks standing, like full spins in the air just from standing. Like it's crazy. And I look at him, there's also this pro skateboarder, I forgot his name, but he's like chunky, but he does the craziest stuff. And, uh, you know, do it for the fat man. I don't, I don't understand the mechanics of it, again, because, you know, as I got older and gained weight, I'd lost a lot of my athleticism. I really don't understand how guys are able to be, like, I see this whenever I see, like, a, a heavyset dude who's much faster than me. I'm like, bro, you weigh three times what I weigh. How are you able to run that fast? I don't understand. I don't understand. It's crazy. It's wild to me. It's, uh, nuts, so, it's nuts to watch the NFL and watch, like, a defensive tackle. Like, Miles Garrett, that guy should, there's no reason why that guy should be running faster than any receiver in the NFL, but yet he does. Well, you know, um, oh, I, can't, I, I just had his, his name in my mind. He used to play for the Miami Heat. He had a bunch of tattoos. He also played for the Raptors. Oh, the um, Birdman. No. Um, White guy or more black recent, guy? More, well, a black dude. More, James Johnson. Uh, oh, James more, Johnson. Okay. Yeah, more recently. James Johnson, who uh, famously failed the Miami Heat... Um, body fat test he um he's an expert like he's a black belt in 
some martial art that I don't remember at the moment. Uh, you know when the ball gets stuck in the between the rim and the backboard? Yeah. He, he doesn't do this in games because, of course, like there's liability stuff and whatever. But in practice, apparently, when that happens, they call him and he he roundhouses it out of its spot. Yeah, there's a lot of guys that can jump up and kick the ball. That's like insane. The, yeah, that's not because like the the rim is ten feet in the air. You can kick a ten foot man in the face. That's what that means. It's like it, well, he's already let's say six 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 seven. He's think, already yeah, that he's height. That. Yeah, yeah, he's already that height. And then he has to jump three feet yeah. to get his foot up level. Like that's crazy. He has to jump literally how many thirty six to forty inches. Yeah. He's Which got a forty-inch bird. He's an NBA player, so clearly air. he can jump, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, uh, maybe that's, that's why. I remember being absolutely amazed by that story. Uh, so who who takes the kick for you, Terry? Who wins the kickoff with the form? Is it is it the well? well super you're never fit, gonna you're Cassius never gonna Marsh? get you're never gonna get an, anybody like an argument out of me saying that uh, Cassius Marsh did it better than Chris Barnett because Chris Barnett. Okay, well, let's did put it on the handicap. So like, what's the like, handicap? Um, well, uh, for Cassius Marsh, it's staying in football games, and <laughs> the handicap for Chris Barnett seems to be dieting. So those are the handicaps. I think anytime, anytime you're doing it on an actual human, and you land it on a human, especially on a guy that weighs 250 pounds and is seven inches taller than you, which is the truth, yeah. there's no way I'm giving it to anybody else other than that guy. But uh, to be fair, um, doing it to the air, it's right after Halloween, it might have been ghosts. That's a very good point. It's so, a very good well, point. He might one have, of them he might have killed at least three ghosts. Yeah, that's that's my theory. That's my theory. Uh, but later on in the game, uh, to what you were alluding to, thinking that I didn't see the rest of the football game, uh, Cassius Marsh uh, did get ejected. Uh, apparently, it was for stealing down the 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 staring down the Steelers bench uh, from like what fifty yards away. From fifty yards away. That's why I. Th to my opinion is. It's too. There's also something I noticed in this video too, which we're gonna watch in a second. But I actually think that the refs sort of, when they saw the reaction, weren't sure if like they can call that taunting or not, or like because I don't, I don't call, it, I don't consider that taunting. But if you consider taunting as like sort of what they use that with excessive celebration, like you know, were they were they looking at it that way? So um, given that, let's take a look at what actually led Cassius Marsh to be ejected from the game. So you didn't actually send me that clip. You sent me the clip of his interview. <laughs> yeah, put him talking. Sure, why not? Okay, I'll put him talking. And then I'll oh, but we have to see the clip. The one yeah. thing that I will you will find is, it. Uh, you know, on my way to the sideline, I got hip checked by the ref, and it's it's pretty clear. Um, if I were to do that to a ref or even touch the ref, you know, we get kicked out of the game and possibly suspended and fined. So, I just think that that was incredibly inappropriate. Um, I mean, listen, uh, he's not wrong, but like, yeah. I think he's trying to deflect a lot of his blame on him because he cost them the game. Yeah. Paul had already took, taken play that he was directing. Yeah, watch this again. No, he's already reaching. So, Paul had already took, taken play that he was directing. So, what people are I, saying, go ahead. What, sorry, he sorry, did, sorry. what he did was a penalty. Who? Uh, Cassius Marsh. What he did yeah. was a penalty. He stared down the other team's bench for like one or two seconds too long. And I think the ref was giving him the benefit of the doubt. And then I don't think the ref deliberately tried to hip check him, but he did get in his way. But he was already reaching for the flag before, which I noticed live. And so I don't see anything wrong with what the ref did. I'm kind of like 
on the refs, not the ref side, but I'm just not anti-ref at this point. So the thing is, there's a couple of things to, 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 to unfold. What, first is that he didn't get ejected for contacting the referee because that's they say that when that's the case, they always announce it for making contact with an official. He, he didn't get ejected for that. I think what happens is Corrente kind of got caught in between like he, he sees Marsh going to the sideline, to the, to the, to the theater sideline, and he's going to pull the flag for, for staring, staring them down. But like in an effort to sort of like try and like slow down or like stop Cassius Marsh and throw the flag, he kind of like, he got the flag throw right because it was an expert flag throw. That flag was like 30 feet in the air. Yeah. But um, instead of sort of putting his arm out to be like, hey, yo, calm down, calm down, he hip checks him. And then it appears as though he's being flagged for, for, for hip checking. That ref definitely, free. definitely um, passed, got flying colors on his flag throwing portion of his training. Yeah, um, but uh, if he was a hockey player, the hip check, not so great. Um, the thing is, uh, the, to, the one thing I will agree with Cassius Marsh is, is that if he makes contact with the, with the referee, it's an automatic suspension, right? So the referee, whether, I actually think it wasn't on purpose. Believe it or not, I actually, when I saw it, I, I, thought, I thought you were going to have, have the opposing point of view, Terry, but I actually thought, so I seen it like, okay, I get it. He's just, if you would just put his arm out to be like, yo, yo, chill, like, it's, 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 it's kind of what I think he's trying Follow to do. Uh, I want to see it again. I want to see it again. That's why I had the full set. Let's do it again. Defense number 59. 15-yard oh. penalty will create a first down. That was the game. And Marsh, unbelievable. That's the uh, roundhouse kick, isn't it? No. Marsh makes oh, the play again. Just elevated. But I didn't see it there. No, I didn't see it there. He starts walking towards the sideline, and he's saying something to the sideline. That's side what line. drew it. Wow. That's what lost in the game. The so I think we all agree that the taunting penalty is stupid, but it's Bullshit. a penalty. Like, stupid know Giants. It. it is. It's all John Mayer's fault. The game is that tight. You, you're down three points. You're getting the ball back to go for the win, and you do that. It's just a and dumb. You're, you're having a dumb. great game, by the way. Cassius Marsh has two sacks on Roethlisberger. Yeah, yeah. He done. It's just a all all time dumb move, I think. It could have and been. We're the, not agree disagreeing with him when it comes to the what happened. What would happen with him if he bumped into the ref? But like, you can take take that completely out of the fucking equation because he cost them the game. He yeah, legit cost them the game. They had agreed. they had the Steelers on fourth down. They were going to get the ball back. They were going to drive, kick fuel to tie or score. They did end up. They did end up scoring later on. So they probably most likely would have scored again. You control the narrative. Then you go by four points. You're forcing Pittsburgh to score a touchdown instead of just kick a field goal. He cost them the game. Huge cost in the game. And he's trying yeah. to deflect the blame right now. But the blame should solely be on him because at the end of the day, it doesn't fucking matter what the refs do. You need to get a W. And he didn't you get that. You can't put the referees in position to cost you the game. Right, and exactly. That's what he did. And, and like he the would best be the guy who might have won them. You never notice the best. You, a good ref is never noticed. That's what they. That's the, like the thing, right? Which means you probably shouldn't be hip checking people. But yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> but I, like he went from the guy who possibly would have won them the game with the two sacks of, of Roethlisberger, yeah. to being and, and especially that sack when that happened, um, mm -hmm. to being the guy, the guy who cost them the game. But I want to compare it to something else that happened last night um, during a, an NBA uh, game. Uh, Nikola Jokic got into it with Marky Morris. Uh, let's take a look at, at this hit. No, Jokic was there. Nuggets have five on four. And Jokic. Oh, no. Good. Fuck you. No. 
Keep the players Good. on the bench. Team Jokic right here. No. So the loaf of bread, Nikola Jokic, <laughs> went over to hit Mikey Morris. Wow. So, Eagle, you can stop. Those, it. those uh, again, Miami Heat. Yeah, we have to see the high, the the, the replay here. Check. Yes. Making oh, zero so play in that Morris. ball. Go fuck yourself. That's what I would do. Well, so Jokic first. They'll take a look at this. I love how Tyler Hero went run up to Jokic. That's not even. If you're gonna go bat the ball and you this. make contact, like right no, here. No, right so so, but fouling is part of defense in basketball. I will say. Markeith Morris is a dirty player. Circumstances him and his brother, returning the favor. him and his brother are known to be dirty players. And um, well, there's that famous video of Marcus Morris, the slamming a basketball in some guy's face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look, they're they're basketball forces, right? Markeith Morris's greatest skill is that he can get six fouls. And sometimes in in basketball, you have guys who are out there to stop a fast break, for example, or go out there and foul Giannis on a game where he's not shooting well and put him on the line, right? So you can – I'm not against him fouling him on purpose in that spot because he wants to stop a fast break. It makes sense. But you didn't have to hit him that hard to foul him. You could just slap his head. <laughs> and I think that's what Jokic took, took, uh, um, took offense to. And well, he, he, listen, he took an elbow to the ribs, man. Yeah, absolutely. And he uh, – he went from the only thing is of course hitting a dude from behind when you're seven foot one and you know two hundred and what eighty pounds or whatever it is that Nikola Jokic is, uh, there's got to be a better way to handle that. Uh, but he, he was angry in the moment and that's no what better happened. way, no better way. That's um, the only way you can handle that situation. I, I see, but in basketball, you do a guy does something dirty to you. Like I don't know. A guy does something dirty to you. You do something dirty to him. I don't know. Eye for an eye. He makes so, everybody fucking blind, but then you have retribution. No, it Nobody doesn't. Can see anything. It leaves one guy blind, and you still have an eye. Well, in, unless unless <laughs> unless on the 29th of November, uh, Udonis Haslam goes for a tip-off against Markeith Morris and makes no attempt to tip off the ball. Because uh, that might happen. Because that's UD. That's the only reason UD still gets a salary from, from, from I, Miami Heat. But I'm, listen, I'm, I'm full on. I'm full... Riding with Jokic here. Not only that, but I love how Jokic's brothers went on Twitter. Yeah, well, more it was an argument on Twitter between uh, Nikola Jokic's brothers and yeah. um, Marcus Morris's Morris. brother. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just like you know they could probably sort it out themselves. Um, the the and you know of course UD also had he got uh, he went on somebody's podcast and was talking about how you know he's gonna get retribution and all that too. So we'll see. Listen, they were it. waiting for him in the park. They were waiting for him in the hallway. The whole team. <laughs> that sounds. I mean, think of who's on that team, right? Jimmy Butler, Markeith Morris, Udonis Haslam, <laughs> Tyler Hero. These are guys who are all seemingly looking for a fight, right? Not Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero is not looking yeah. for any. No, he is absolutely. He is absolutely. Oh no, 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 no! Tyler the, Hero, you saw how scared he was when he ran up on Jokic on that video. If you go back to oh, watch yeah, that oh, video, but he's he's the guy who who goes and provokes the fight in the club and then goes hide behind his bigger friend, right? Exactly. He's That's not fighting anybody. You should see the picture though. It's like secure. There's security guards. Sorry, there's security guards, and then you have um, the heat behind it. You see Jimmy Butler looking over, and you just see Kyle Lowry in the corner, like in the front lines. Mm-hmm. He's in the corner, but he's he's like, I don't want to fight. Kyle Lowry's not a fighter. No, zero percent. <laughs> so obviously, I'm not as big of a basketball guy as you, but let's say this is hockey, right? You snow the goalie when coming in for a stop. You're gonna get hit, right? And yeah. it's a, but it, you don't do these things. This hit wouldn't been penalized more than a foul, but it's clearly an well, undeserved so, hit. It, and there's nothing that he was gonna, he wasn't gonna get suspended. He wasn't gonna get fined. So there was should, no retribution. It like, should no have been. Right? It should have been a flagrant one. 
it's that's the way it should have been officiated. The referee, obviously, from their angle, didn't see it that way. I, I just think that like what what Marky Morris did wasn't in danger of hurting Nikola Jokic. It was a hard foul, but not really in danger of hurting him. What Nikola Jokic did was uh, a spot where he could have hurt Marky Morris. And for him. no one's gonna do it again. <laughs> Again, you, it's like you don't know Udonis Haslam. Someone will do it again. It's yeah. November twenty ninth. All I know is that game is going to be extreme. It's going to be sold out. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, I'm hoping for I'm hoping for uh, Malice in the Palace on Monday. I'm going to watch the Pacers at the Knicks. Well, there we go. Let's uh, let's see if that happens again. I, I doubt it, but we'll see. <laughs> if, um, if you had tickets for this game, you think you could sleep in the stadium or something? Like try and catch the next one, hide it somewhere. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, but be- before we get there, Eagle, because I want it's comparison shopping. I want to know whose hit was better, Tony Corrente or Nikola Jokic. Who's Tony Corrente? Oh, the ref. Uh, <laughs> I was like, who's Tony Corrente? I want to go. You gotta go, Jokic. Tony Corrente was like a lazy. He didn't like. He kind of like wanted to and then gave up on it. But what if you're greedy? What if again you handicapped? So um, if I'm handicapping that, the, handica- the handicap joking. for Tony Corrente is uh, he is uh, a bad referee, and the the um, the handicap for Nikola Jokic is the muscle definition. Joke, what, what Tony Corrente did is the equivalent of like when you're on the highway and you see people on the sh- on the on the shoulder of the highway like blind by, uh, blowing by you. He did the equivalent of like moving your car a little bit to stop people from doing that. That's what he did. That's the equivalent. Fair eagle. Have you ever slept in your car? Uh, like an actual sleep? No, I've taken naps, but so, I've never actually slept. Yeah, definitely. So if I was doing a broadcast and said Eagle, uh, our producer, once slept um, in the car, uh, you'd probably be like, "Well, that's not accurate, right?" I mean, I've slept with people in my car, mm. so I figure you would have missed a word or two. Was there any sleeping? No. Okay, I was gonna <laughs> say I think you did it wrong. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yesterday during the NFL broadcast, very um, like. A lot of storylines from that singular game. And Najee Harris, who, by the way, I'm so happy I have him in our Dynasty League, Terry. Uh, makes me very, very happy. Um, so good. Monster player. Um, I think he's going to be very good for a long time. Uh, the story came out that, of course, that the family was homeless and they were living in vans and then going from shelter to shelter, uh, which is, again, an inspiring story. And when that, that Najee Harris was, uh, was uh, something that he uh, um, himself has talked about. But... The announcers then said that he slept on the floor in college rather than in bed because that's what he was used to. And then Najee Harris tweeted out, of course, that this was false. So a little bit of a strange. (laughs) So where do you get that from? Because normally you'll talk to them, either the media rep or the PR person of the team will give you a little fun fact. You'll do like the prep ahead of time with the players themselves. Like you should know the actual story. So like this came from somewhere. They just didn't make it up, right? Well, I mean, listen, it's probably, uh, it's like this. Ah, yeah, Najee Harris used to sleep on the floor sometimes. And then Carson, so then the they, is, Carson Palmer takes over and then that. he accuses Mike Tomlin of going to USC next year. Yeah, so I, I, it's not, I think it's, it's not actually the broadcaster, obviously, who, um, who, who, who thought that up because they're handed research cards, right? Um, but I'm trying to find, there was the running back that was there before that, apparently who would sleep on the floor just because he found it more comfortable. But I can't, at this time, I don't remember who and can't find who. In Alabama? At Alabama. Who was there? Josh Jacobs. That's who it was. Oh, okay. Yeah. Josh Jacobs apparently it. said it. But I, I think it was just like a, he liked a firmer mattress. Like it wasn't, it was just two stories that kind of sound like they could be related that weren't related. Of course, the broadcast team is taking heat. The, uh, the announcer has already said um, 
my bad, and he is donating to Najee Harris's fund, which, of course, is the best way to do it because if you make a mistake, why not give the money to charity to people who can actually profit from it? So um, definitely the best of ways to handle that. Um, there's... Oh man, Eagle, can you can you get um Aaron Rodgers and Mad Dog Russo? I forgot to include the clip. It's in our chat. Yes. So um Aaron Aaron Rodgers missed the game. Um and we we got to see Jordan Love. Um a man who'd only attempted seven passes uh, in his NFL career. And it it didn't look pretty. We got a glimpse of what Green Bay will be after uh, Aaron Rodgers is gone at this point, right? Like not good. Like Terry, you you were a Cowboys fan after Troy Aikman. I'm a Dolphins fan uh, after Dan Marino. I haven't had Tony Romo. I haven't had Dak Prescott. You have, but even that, like the years in between, are dreadful, right? Like you know that when you're going away from um, sort of one of these like hero type quarterbacks. It's going to be hard to replace. Uh, the Packers haven't had to do that because they went from from uh, Favre to to Aaron Rodgers, but now we we see it, it might not be as easy to replace uh, play, replace him this time around. I went from uh, Troy Aikman to um, Quincy Carter. I know there was like somebody in the middle there, like Drew Henson, maybe. I think John Dr- Kidna was there for a little while too. John Kidna came after. John Kidna was after. That right before Tony Romo, um, and then Drew Bledsoe, and then Tony Romo took over for Drew Bledsoe, and then Dak took over for Tony Romo. So I've been like pretty good since John Kidna. John Kidna had a couple good games, but like after that, I've been pretty good. But listen, yeah, he looked terrible. He looked absolutely terrible. But let's also understand that this guy, he was not planning on starting at all this year. You know yeah. what I mean? So maybe he wasn't as prepared as he should be. They just found out the week before he was going to play. He's still a rookie. They still knew they had to develop him. So at this point, it's like, I don't, I'm not ready to cancel Jordan Love. Yeah. I mean, the only thing is like canceling. It just it didn't look good. I think the question is, there was a possibility Aaron Rodgers was going to get moved and not going to play this year. And Jordan Love was going to be their number one. Yeah. Like all that would have been a horrible, yeah. horrible mistake. Um. And and so like my experience, Terry, with this has been Damon Heward, Jay Fielder, uh, Fiedler, Jay Fiedler, oh. Ray Lucas, Brian Greasy, Sage Rosenfels, AJ Feely, Gus Ferrat, Cleo Lemon, Joey Harrington, Trent Green for a minute, Chad Pennington with no arm left, Chad Henney, uh, Tyler Thigpen, Matt Moore, and then finally Ryan Tannehill, who we're still asking, is Ryan Tannehill good? We don't know. <laughs> and so and now Tua Tagovailoa, to which my experience has been, is Tua good? I don't know. <laughs> so, did you put Josh is. Allen in there somewhere? There's no Josh Allen. No. Wasn't he on the? Uh, there was a Brock Osweiler. There was a Josh Rosen. There was a Ryan Fitzpatrick. Oh, Josh well. Rosen. That's what and, I'm thinking of. Yeah. And let's not forget the Jay Cutler year. So <laughs> yeah, the Jay Cutler year. <laughs> so I, it's not easy to place quarterbacks. Um, and of course, Aaron Rodgers missed this game because of the uh, COVID situation that happened last week. And here is my favorite, <laughs> Mad Dog Chris Russo, reacting to the news. He did not follow proper, he did not follow health protocols that the NFL has established. Where was the mask when he met the media? Where was the mask? Where was the mask? When he he went to that Halloween party, where was the 
mask. We killed Kyrie Irving last year for not wearing a mask when he was at that birthday party. We destroyed him. And nobody defended him. And now we're going to do the same thing with Rodgers. Where no, no, no. was the mask at the Halloween party? He was not vaccinated. Where's the mask? The NFL made the rules. The National Football League, a league that it gets paid $35 million a year to perform in. That's who made the rules. That's their league. That's their league. If you want to play in their league, you follow their rules. He did not follow them. That needs to be punished. I am not interested. Forget that. Forget all the politics and the hypocrisy. We understand all that. I'm talking. I'm a. I'm a sports host. I'm talking about the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers, who, in, who was asked a legitimate question on August 26th, hid behind semantics, did not tell the truth, and then walked around that campus for the last four months. That's airports, Halloween parties, meetings with the media. I'm assuming locker room, and did not once. Put a mask on. Why do you think the Green Bay Packers are being talked to by the National Football League? Because they did it right or they did it wrong? Because his teammates actually care that he wasn't wearing the mask? I don't care about the teammates. If I have to wear a goddamn mask when I go to an airport indoors and I can't live the life without a mask and I'm vaccinated, so should he. Is there a time where Chris Russo's not screaming his takes? I mean, I think it's the only way that people are going to listen to him. Especially now, right? Because he's I think he knows sort of a caricature of himself. Yeah, he's not wrong. I think he's, he's everything he said is wrong. And listen, I'm 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 very willing to believe what Aaron Rodgers is telling us. Um very willing, but he just everything he does has just and I and I agree with what he's saying. Like, listen, I decided not to take it. It's fine. Your choice. Nothing wrong with that. But you can't like like my girlfriend just got a job. And she had to fill out all these applications, all these forms. She had to send in her proof of vaccination. Okay. So I'm sure the Packers had to ask him for proof of vaccination or they would have had it. Right. Well, clearly. So they're going to be in shit for not even enforcing it because they're scared of losing Aaron Rodgers. No, but apparently the paperwork was done and the NFL knew and everything. They just didn't disclose it or whatever. Well, the NFL, the NFL, the NFL declined um, his, um, his exemption status. Um, now it's it's a bit tricky because Aaron Rodgers is saying that he uh, is allergic to the, some of the things in the vaccine. Um, my problem with it is this: is um, I've kind of shifted on on Aaron Rodgers a little bit. I I'm, I'm a huge Aaron Rodgers fan. I like that he calls himself a critical thinker. Terry, you sent us a video which I didn't include because we have when when Mad Dog Russo screams, you have to listen to Mad Dog Russo. But you someone have to. someone was saying some of the effect of like um, you know. Um, you call yourself a critical thinker, but that implies that anyone who got the vaccine isn't a critical thinker, which is a misnomer, right? You can you can have independent thought and still do something. Yeah, you can take that personally if you want, but I don't well, think. No, I don't, but it's not a question of taking it personally. It's it's that it's like so. There's, there's, when you use it as a way to defend yeah. yourself, you're almost implying and accusing because, other people of not being that. Here's right? the thing. Like, well, I, I think sure. for myself. Okay, so I don't think for myself. That's the reason why you didn't take it, and I did. Right? Yeah. Is that what you're implying? The so, reason is you think by yourself. And and, and again, we 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 to 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 Matt Dog's point, um, he, we crucified Kyrie Irving for for not wearing a mask in public when it was you know considered to be the right thing to do and protecting others and all that. Um, and Aaron Rodgers apparently was wearing it behind closed doors. 
he was following protocols in the quarterback room. And, but then whenever someone could see him because he's afraid of being criticized, then you take it off and, and, and you don't wear it on the sidelines like you see Lamar Jackson wearing, like you see Carson Wentz wearing, like you see uh, Kurt Cousins who is not vaccinated, who we know is not vaccinated wearing on the sidelines. And, and all these players doing that and then you're sort of doing this in-between thing because you want to be loved by everyone. Like that's, that's not how the world works. You know what I mean? Well, I don't think Aaron Rodgers wants to be loved by anybody. Actually, I, I think he just doesn't. Yeah, give no, no. He, he said that, but I don't believe him because no, it's not. Why are you it's doing not what he says. Then why, it's why, not what why, he says. Why are you being a coward about it? Why are you lying about it? He's not being a coward. He's just doesn't give a shit about people. Well, clearly, because you you don't care if you got anyone sick at a at a, at a party. That's right? what so that's what I'm saying. He's like he doesn't care about people's feelings. He doesn't give a Halloween. shit about anybody else. It's the, it's the day you wear a mask. It's the the one day we all used to wear a mask. Yeah, but his well, costume doesn't require a mask. I get it. Just make choose another costume. Who cares? It doesn't actually matter. Can I? Can I also bring in a mass singer? A very different angle on this. Uh, they were playing the Chiefs, who have the worst defense in the NFL, mm-hmm. and he had all his weapons back. Had he played, they were going to get slaughtered. Right? I think it's implied. What if the Green Bay Packers miss out on home field advantage for the playoffs? So they're pretty sure they're going to make playoffs. Yeah. But if they miss by one game and they lose home field advantage. That's 81,000 seats that are not sold at Lambeau Field. Even at $100 a seat, that Which it won't n- be. not getting vaccinated and missing this game for not following protocols, fuck the fine. It's going to cost them about $10 million minimum in revenue. Yeah, yeah it's... Um, <laughs> that, that, that's the thing. Right? That's a very different way to be like, just wear your fucking mask around the facility. Well, but, but so like we say this all the time, right? We're like, we, we're... And, and again, Aaron Rodgers is a player I like. I... I love generally listening to his interviews. I love the way he isn't afraid to let people know, hey, I'm, I'm not happy with where I'm working, uh, so I want to go to a better situation. I, I, I like that aspect. Here, with, with his dishonesty, like you have teammates you're still responsible to. You have a team you're still responsible to. And like th- there's an old adage that I don't particularly love, but the whole thing of like if you're like a true football guy, you know, the best ability is availability. You made the choice that to risk availability given that you knew what the rules would be if you did catch COVID. That's a good point. I mean, he's... And Rogers doesn't give a fuck, man. He doesn't give a shit. He's a prick. I don't mind the guy. I don't know him personally, obviously, but you can tell he's a prick. And at the end of the day, whatever the NFL decides to do, if he gets suspended for the rest of the season, then that's on him and that's on the organization. So, Ego, your point about losing $10 million, the organization is responsible for that. The reason yeah, why is because the only time he's in front of the camera, he's not putting a mask on. The only time he can get in trouble, he's not putting a mask on. First of all, how stupid is it that you have to wear a mask on the sideline but you can get tackled and spit on by everybody else around know, you? Like, it's the again, dumbest thing ever. To, Chris Russo's, to, to Mad Dog Russo's point, whether or not the rules are stupid, is yeah. beyond the point. Same thing with the exactly. talking, right? Like same thing we said about Cassius Marsh. We all stop at red lights at two a.m. when there's literally no incoming traffic, but yeah. we stop because you're supposed to stop. Exactly. Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so so um, again, that, that's a whole other debate that to me is like that's been re- rehashed and we've seen it a thousand times. Last thing on this, I'm gonna a few good men, uh, Aaron Rodgers, for a second. If you're allergic to the vaccine then all that research you did and the fact that you're worried about your fertility and everything. So what? You're allergic to it. You don't, that's where it stops then, right? Why yeah. do all this other yeah. critical thinking research? Yeah, because I'm allergic to hazelnuts. If it was made with hazelnuts, I'd be like, shit, I can't take the vaccine. No, what he Conversation was saying, concluded. What he's saying is he's allergic to one thing that's in the Pfizer and the Moderna shot, yeah. but, he's, but it's not in the Johnson Johnson. But Johnson Johnson had so many negative reactions 
good reason it was taken off. Uh, John, like Incorrect, he didn't feel, by the way, but I digress. Yeah. He did his critical thinking on Johnson and Johnson. I know it just. That's it, the way I understood it. Anyway. I will say this: if you're Aaron Rodgers and you know this is all happening, and you've kept your hair that way for a costume when Halloween has passed, and now you're going on a McAfee show with the douchebag hair to defend yourself, go get a haircut first, though, right? Like That's hit up it. some sport clubs or something. <laughs> um, my my favorite part about the whole thing is the fact that he's looking at it like, "Wow, this isn't going over well." You think? <laughs> like really? Like the the problem is the way people are reacting to this news and not the way you handled yourself. Really? It, it was a mess. They the, the Packers. There was a very winnable game with the way the Chiefs played. Uh, the only thing I'm happy for is that in Jordan Love's first lo- first start, his mom and his girlfriend weren't able to see just how bad it was. I really spoke slowly to set up the clip. And now I'm speaking slowly. There we go. (laughs) Holy shit. That's where they got the seat. She hasn't missed a game since he was a redshirt freshman at Utah State. And you know she didn't want to miss How far up? Literally as tall as a possible. These are the away seats that are given to the organization. Literally the last row. If you're you're starting quarterback, um, you hit up StubHub, right? (laughs) um, Also, why is there always a guy? In a fucking t-shirt when he shouldn't be. Look at the guy in the blue shirt right in front of them. He says something to them. Why is he in a t-shirt, man? It's clearly crazy windy up there. A t-shirt and a and a hat. It's a and a beanie. Look, it's a strange look. Um, yeah, no, it's um, <laughs> I didn't even notice that dude. But you're right. It, it seemed too cold in November in Kansas City <laughs> to be wearing just a t-shirt. But he was probably very very inebriated. Um, <laughs> I, I, I would, so I thought of this joke, but unfortunately, so many other people went to air before I did. So I'm going to say it, but we'll say I saw it all over Twitter, unfortunately. Um, I think it's because the Green Bay Packers are just not used to getting uh, tickets for quarterbacks' families because Aaron Rodgers is on such bad terms with his family. Oh, shit. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. That's point. the first thing I thought of, but then so did the rest of Twitter. So that's I got to give the Twitterverse credit, you know? I, I saw one. Point. I saw one meme. It was. Aaron Rodgers um, didn't get the vaccine to didn't get the vaccine the vaccine in order to endanger his family. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. So uh, we've seen Aaron Rodgers being interviewed, of course, about this. But I, I have um, two options for the next best interviewee in sports. We're going comparison shopping, Terry. Um, give it to me. Uh, what do you think is better? The first one we're going to see is Cole Anthony. Of the Orlando Magic, he was excited uh, during his post-game opportunity. David, I've been looking is, forward no? to one of these in person for Facts. quite some time, right? Facts. Come on, Cole. Down by ten in the fourth quarter. Facts. What? What did you guys do Facts. to come back and win this game? We fought, man. Shout out to the team, man. Shout out to RJ. Shout out to Dell. Shout out to Mobamba. Shout out to my whole team, man. You know we had to go get that dub, man. Shout out to the Magic, man. Let's go. How about you, Cole? You took over in that fourth quarter. You're very David. I've been looking for. So I love, I love as, as they're setting up the, the interview, the, he just facts. Imagine like anything you say, you, you, wake, up, you wake up in the morning and, and your wife is like, you know, good morning. You're like, facts. Facts. <laughs> it is a good morning. Ultimate <laughs> hype man. Facts. Um, so I love that. He, he's, really, he's a really interesting dude, it seems. I love that he's mean mugging the camera the entire time as if he's about to talk shit to someone facing him but it's just the camera <laughs> he's he's it's not the first time he's done something like no, this i feel not. like i've seen him before he's awesome, yeah. he's awesome. um well, and the, the second clip we need to hear and see is uh ben rhodes uh he gave an, he gave this interview after winning the nascar truck series this is gonna be the weirdest press conference ever yeah I, i'm i'm more zen now thanks to my good friend 
bud. Let me say something here. <sighs> Libations are good. What was the question? So, okay, wait a minute. I know what the question was. It was, how did I get to... Okay, so here's how this happened. I was pissed. <laughs> pissed. And let me say something. Right, I got the mic, so I can say it anyways. So... I was pissed. Boom, boom, boom. Wow, the mic got out loud real fast. And I said, ain't happening, Mamma Jamma. Bye-bye. Wow, I talked really fast there. Thoughts and prayers to our transcriptionist. For this yes. one. <laughs> we'll go to Bob. My wife Thanks. looks really embarrassed. Are you embarrassed? We're champions. Yeah. That's not a yeah. good representation in Kentucky. <laughs> Everybody has teeth in Kentucky. We drink fluoride in our water. <laughs> <laughs> the bud is amazing tonight. Good, good, good. Um, Do I need water? No, I like to put the bud. The bud is good. <laughs> so we're like a match made in heaven, and I'm loving it. Make loving it. I love champagne. That's the taste of victory. But karaoke, I feel like singing some Ice Ice Baby. <laughs> and he kind of went, woo And I went, woo Boom. Oh, welcome to welcome to the jungle. I like welcome to the jungle really well. I've probably taken about this many naps in my life. This many. Yesterday was the first one. I don't create anything because I'm <laughs> just consuming. One. I'm just a consumer. <laughs> Mainly because I told. What's your name again? Bob. Got <laughs> championship wings now. Whoa! Hey, crew chief. How's it going? I had like a lot of Bud Lights without you. You should have been there. I love that guy. I love you. This Good is well. the best conference ever. <laughs> That's right. Bye, guys. <laughs> Made a lot of new friends tonight. Bye, Ben. It makes me want to watch every press conference. If, if they were all <laughs> like that, I think I'd actually find them interesting. This is a lot of fun. That's amazing. Um, my favorite part is... Referring to Mama Jamma. <laughs> That's always when you know it's going to be a good one. That's always He's like, I've taken this many naps in my life. Four. <laughs> this is the first one. <laughs> putting five fingers. Is this better or worse than the Kucherov one? From the I, I think it's better. I love Kucherov, yeah. but this one to me was just an extended period of drunkenness, which this we one's, really give a Kucherov. This one's great. This one's like a happy drunk, like yeah. a guy you want to be around at a party. Where Kucherov is like, you don't want to be around that guy at a party. He seems like an asshole. Yeah. Yeah, Kucherov is like um, one drink away from breaking everything in the room, whereas like this guy looks like he's just going to hug everyone to death. So. I'm thinking Ben Rhodes over uh, Cole Anthony, definitely. Same. And, I, and I saw the Cole Anthony one. I'm like, this is the best interview of the week. Nope, it's gonna be. It's it's gotta <laughs> be gotta be uh, Ben Rhodes. Um, one last comparison, Terry. We need your fighting expertise. The first clip we're gonna have Eagle play is a fight that broke up um, in the Rams and Titans game Sunday night. Hold on. That's not the same clip. I know. <laughs> yeah. ah, oh, we got oh, shit. Oh. Oh, shit. oh, good, man. So people need to be fucking. Time. People need to yeah, be careful, man. There's one right there. Oh, man. I, oh. Right on the button. And then this guy gets plowed. Man, this guy, man, he has fucking stepped on too. That guy number one has like ultimate punch power. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, like for for a dude who who looks like he repaired my roof, like that dude could swing it, man. Look he just has he has the the thing.
some guys just can put your lights out and he just has it. I don't know what it is with people. But like that one guy, the first guy, like he just touched him and he went out. I know these guys are probably a little drunk. They probably got hit a few times already. But like for this guy to just be one punching people in the face like that, oh man. I've never been in a fight at a game. And there's not a circumstance that <laughs> would lead me to nice fight, punch. I don't think. Oh, like, he got stepped on. <laughs> like short of someone like threatening my family, like where it's like the threat looks like it's about to happen. I don't I got know. It. I got into a fight. It was my buddy was playing like we were. Uh, he was playing junior hockey, and and uh, we all went to go watch him. We were like ten guys deep went to go watch him. And we sat, we kept on sitting on the opposing goalie side, mm-hmm. so we kept on moving. So we were, his name was Oger. So we were calling him Ogre. So we were chirping him, Ogre, Ogre, you suck, Ogre, like things like that. Yeah. And then uh, my buddy, does. my buddy gets checked into the other team's boards. His glove comes off. The team takes his glove and throws it into the stands. So my buddy that we're watching the game with, who's a little bit of a whack job, he walks all the way on the other side. So I follow. As as he gets there, he goes to get the glove. The parents start like giving him shit because we were making fun of the goalie all game. The parents start giving him shit. All of a sudden, he headbutts one of the fathers, breaks his nose. It's a full-out brawl. Us 10 against all their parents. And the p- kids are climbing up the – it was exactly what you saw in uh, the oh, Boston Bruins. No, oh, yeah, no, the Boston yeah. Bruins one. And I like the kids were hitting us with sticks from the bottom, like it was a whole mess. The police came. The the father, the, the the father, I think he got arrested. It was cra- out of everybody, the only one that's bleeding me. I got a stick to the top of the head. Well, you and the <laughs> guy that got headbutt. Oh yeah, his nose exploded. Yeah, him. But I'm yeah. saying out of the guys, out of the oh, boys. Oh, of you guys, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't. It's just I'm when I'm at a game. I'm happy. I've had a couple of drinks. I'm also I'm also happy drunk. I'm. Yeah. I'm closer to uh, to Ben Rhodes uh, than I am Kucherov, so maybe that's why that they never occurs to me. Um, You're kind of drunk. Yeah, it is my favorite. Um, and then the second, we need to see Joel Embiid uh, almost. Uh, I forget who he throws a punch. I think Ball. it's Zach Levine. No, Lonzo Ball. No. Oh, Lonzo Ball. That's it. He almost he almost uh, turns lights off on Lonzo Ball. Let's take a look. Grabs his knee and helped him trip. You think or no? Oh, he just punched. Yeah, he did. And B. Oh, wow. He I just mean, punched. That was like yes. Mike Tyson's punch out. Oh, my goodness. He just punched. He yeah, got he mad. Did. He got mad and just, I don't think he did it on purpose. He was upset with not getting the call and swung his fist. And he hit Lonzo. Watch. I mean, he was a whirlwind, right? He was just out of Yeah, he did. Oh, wow. I'll tell you what. No one ever accused Lonzo of not being able to take a punch. Because that might have not. That might have been like some Rudy Tom Jonovich <laughs> thing right there. That could have been ugly. Watch. He missed him. Wow. Yeah, he just grabbed his knee and helped him trip. So it looked like he missed him. That said, better punch power, Joel Embiid or the guy who fixed my roof? Definitely the guy who fixed your roof. Joel Embiid (laughs) missed Lonzo Ball 100%. Good on Lonzo Ball for like kind of just reacting. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, like one thing I saw was that dude's got to be the quickest dude in the NBA because, my God. Because the signed this guy. You see how, like, the full extension how long Joel Embiid's arm actually is and how much room a swing takes up, right? So let's see him be able to dodge yeah. that. That's that's pretty wild. Shout out to the cameraman at the Rams game, though. Managed to get both punches filmed perfectly. Like, normally it's like world star camera work is the way I'll describe it, yeah. right? You don't see shit, but he got both of them perfect. Absolutely. Um, I think it's time we get to rapid fire. But before that, Terry, who brings us rapid fire? Uh, rapid fire is brought to you by... 
Hot Streak Fantasy. Visit hotstreakfantasy.gg. Actually, hotstreak.gg or hotstreak on iOS. Join the fantasy world. Use Hot Sauce promo uh, promo code. To, they'll match your bonus. They'll match your initial deposit with a bonus. I can't get it right. It's the best, honestly. Right now, NFL and MLB is in full-fledged. Quickest way to make some quick cash. Baseball's a little tough, but now that the season's over, we I understand the season, the the stats a little bit better, so I'll be able to do better in the for next season. But NBA and the NFL, it's too easy to make money on this app. It's unbelievable. Absolutely. You pick two or three guys. You can even pick up the five if you want. Get on streak mode. Use the promo code Hot Sauce, and um, yeah, they'll match your initial deposit with a bonus. Uh, there's a bit of breaking news, which won't be breaking by the time we post this podcast. But um, Dalvin Cook. Uh, seems to be the victim of domestic abuse and extortion. There's pending litigation according to his agent, Zach Hiller. Um, another report I'm seeing is it may be related to a home invasion. Um, so we'll see more. So like his that. girlfriend hired somebody to steal his money? So domestic abuse doesn't always have to be partners. It could be just anybody um, who you're related to or I uh, guess okay. are on close terms, like a friend maybe? Is oh, like Richard Sherman was domestic abuse. Yeah, exactly, abuse. right? Yeah. It just when we see those words, it's obviously the first thing we think of because it is the most common. But um, it might be someone he know who tried to break in and extort him. Um, so we'll see how that uh, unfolds. Um, and maybe we'll get some closure before the end of the show. But I doubt it because it is now time for rapid fire. All right. Head case. Uh, college game days. Lee Corso put on a mascot's head in support of their cause. And he was repaid in kind. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. Yes. <laughs> College football, man. They, they just do it better than anybody. We see there uh, Lee Corso uh, putting on the mascots, uh, the Bearcats mascots head, and then the Bearcat leaves his mascot head on, by the way. And puts on a bigger Lee Corso head. Uh, that's pretty awesome. Uh, Can't obviously, break character. Obviously a produced bit, but it was hilarious. I really liked it. Uh, Terry, I think we might see an undefeated Cincinnati not make the playoffs and a two, uh, a twice-defeated Alabama team make the playoff in NCAA. I, I really hope Cincinnati makes it. I mean, I really do. I, I think that it's a complete disservice to the entire college football if you don't have the legit the best teams in there they get snubbed every year man they're they're a freaking good program i don't know if they go undefeated this year they will have not lost the game in two years they have to be in like it doesn't make sense it's not like enough with these oh they don't play in a good conference they're killing everybody in their conference it's not their fault they don't belong to the sec when they're in cincinnati you know what i mean Like, like like okay maybe they can play in the big 10 but why should they have to Exactly. They they don't they partially don't choose us on their schedule, especially when it comes to to like they're being punished because the rest of their uh, conference is not as good at recruiting as they are, which is it's nonsense. I was talking to uh, Mo Khan about this uh, last week, and we're both saying like we kind of miss the BCS. <laughs> as strange yeah, as the BCS almost like it seems like it gave us a better feel of who the best four teams were. Yeah, now it's like you're only choosing four teams, and God forbid you don't put Alabama in there. Yeah. Like, go fuck yourself, man. Who gives a shit? If it's Alabama's not in, people are still going to watch. And since, since, the, uh, watch. since the dawn of the, the playoff, we've only had six different teams compete in it. So of the four teams, over the past four years or whatever it's been, there's only been no, six No, it's been more than four teams. years. 
Well, whatever it's been, it's only been six teams. It's been Notre Dame, Georgia, Alabama, Clemson, and LSU. Oklahoma. Oklahoma was Oklahoma's there all the time, and and it was one. Oh, and Ohio State. Ohio State. Those are, those are the six. There's been nobody else competing in the in the. Uh, the an actual, it's an actual joke. It kind of like well, we kind of ex- we expected this to happen because the NCAA just does everything wrong when it comes to uh, rewarding people, rewarding the teams that need to be rewarded. It's very clear that the NCAA is not about merit, right? It, Let's not like, pay the students. Let, let's, if this let's, doesn't tell you, if this yeah. doesn't tell you that is that, that that's the case, then you're blind and you're a fucking idiot. Absolutely. Because it's crazy to me how we're still including teams that aren't win uh, that aren't undefeated when there's perfectly good teams that are undefeated that deserve to be there. You don't think Cincinnati can walk into Michigan State right now and and beat them? I yes. I'll put my left nut on the line I mean, that the Cincinnati Bearcats think... walk into Michigan State Spartans house and they kill them. They kill them. Do do I think they'd beat Alabama or Georgia? No. No. But but let's make the regular season mean something, right? So like if Alabama loses to Georgia in the conference finals, that's two losses in one season. They don't deserve to be there, right? Like you didn't no. win the conference championship and you weren't the best team in your conference. So what 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 grounds do you have other than we're Alabama? The right? crush so, that they the crush that they use is that is that oh every season is unique. And yeah, every season is unique. In college there's a lot of turnover because and players in this be unique college years. season Cincinnati will go undefeated. So try yeah. let's try and deal with that, you know? I, I agree. All right, next. 31 steps. Montreal Canadiens goaltender goal Carey Price is getting ready to rejoin his team after he was placed on the NHL Players Assistance Program at, to start the year. He has since confirmed in a statement on Instagram and through the NHL that it was he was absent from the team due to substance abuse issues. Quote, um, I over the past few years I've let myself get to a very dark place and I didn't have the tools to cope with that struggle last month I made the decision to enter a residential treatment facility for substance use things had reached the point where I had realized I needed to prioritize my health for both myself and for my family asking for help when you need it is what we encourage our kids to do and it was what I needed to do and it yeah. goes on, but anyway, that's the general gist. That's the that's the bulk of it, yeah. So uh, the, the jokes are coming out. Oh, it's coke, it's crack, it's this, it's that. Doesn't matter what it, it is. The guy did. Is. The guy did what he had to do, yeah. even if it was weed. Okay, the guy did what he had to do, which I think it is. The guy did what he had to do. He took the so, time he needed. He's coming back. That's it. That's all we need to know. He's coming I mean, back. That's I it. I don't know what it is. I I know that both you and I, Terry, from people we know, have told us sort of like off the record that it was probably substance abuse when it first happened. We, of course, didn't go to air with it because we don't have it confirmed. And also for respect of Carey Price. And he, this is something he wanted to keep private until he, he came forward with it. Uh, so I think uh, the way the Montreal media handled it, uh, we can pat ourselves on the back, the way we handle it, and I think uh, the way Carey Price handled it, all, all things considered, I think this is the best way to go. It can um, even be it can even be antidepressants, man. And if you if you're addicted to antidepressants, that is the worst thing you can ever be addicted to, because thing, it it kills you from the inside. The one thing it makes me think of is uh, in how uh, was it half yeah was it half baked, where uh, Dave Chappelle said that he's addicted to weed, and Bob Saget <laughs> takes exception to it. So if it's that, hopefully Bob Saget was not in his rehab. Facility. Oh man, what a movie! Nah, man, it's August, but no, you know what? Let's wish Kerry Price the best. He's yeah. the reason why the Habs even had a sniff of a chance to win the Stanley Cup last year. And, and, and it, can... much like we talked about Aaron Rodgers, right? Like what it look what it looks like after Aaron Rodgers. We now know what the Canadians <laughs> look like after Kerry Price. It's gonna be terrible. It's gonna be oh. terrible for a long time. Oh. I saw a really terrible joke saying, "Well, it could be alcohol because he's Aboriginal." Oh, that's awful and racist. See, some people, man, yeah. this 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 isn't the year to make Aboriginal jokes. 
Four I think the, years, I think natives get a pass this year from from jokes. They oh, should just generally, you know. I mean, listen, if you want to make a joke here and there about anybody, like we made you're... Italian jokes last week. Yeah, but I'm Italian. <laughs> yeah, but fine. like I'm not. We're not saying anything bad about native people. But I'm, like there's jokes that go around about course, everybody. But I'm sure I'm sure people who suffer with that in our front of the community don't appreciate sort of the. That's why we don't make those jokes. And that's why we don't make those jokes. That's why we keep finding eagle. Grillmasters. Bar- barbecue is a skill that takes patience and focus. Peas, you would know. It has never been more true of one grill operator who kept cooking despite some wild surrounding. It's about drive. It's about power. We stay hungry. We devour. Put in the work. Put in the hours. And take what's ours. Like in Simone in my veins. My culture banging with strange. I change the game. So what's my motherfucking name? Desecration, defamation, if you want to bring it to the masses Face to face, now we escalating When I have to put boost asses Mean on you, like a dream when I'm rumbling You're gonna scream, mama So bring drama to the king, mama Fire to an extreme, mana So, they still take a Travis Scott concert <laughs> The camera work obviously worse than we saw at the Rams game But we did catch a glimpse of that barbecue being hit three times And that dude was still mining that meat He was right on it he was right. He was on, on it. fire, man. I was like, uh, that's legit. Was it a fight? I couldn't really tell. Yeah, it was a fight. It looks like a tailgate uh, at a college game <laughs> that that broke out. Um, man, the, the things Duke finds on the internet. I swear he has a different <laughs> internet than the rest of us. Because your Duke, your your Duke, your brother is always on TikTok. Yeah, yeah. He spends way too much time there. He loves TikTok so much. He, he doesn't he post loves TikTok so much. He doesn't post. He, he only watches videos. But he'll yeah, spend, exactly. He'll spend an entire night. Watching videos. Like, I'll, I'll call him, it's like, hey, you want, you want to play PA, PlayStation 5? Yeah, yeah, a bit. And three hours later, he's still on TikTok and then he eventually but, just falls asleep. But that's the thing about TikTok that I don't want to get is because I know I'm going to sit on the toilet oh, bowl for 45 minutes. Thousand percent. I'm already sitting there for 30 minutes reading an article or watching a YouTube video. How slow do you Add TikTok read? to Jeez. that? Forget it. It's how I write what? the show, Terry. I write the show in the toilet. Would you say, how slow do I read? Yeah, if you take half an hour to read an article. Well, you read a novel? Maybe three articles. Maybe three articles. Okay, that makes more sense at least. All right. Snap, crackle, and drop. The football gods decided to punish Washington, who decided to punt while down late in the fourth quarter. Quarterback to punt, standing three yards. They launch it deep through the back of the end zone, and that's going to be a safety. Quarterback to punt, standing three yards. And that's it. That's the game. The two minutes left, no timeouts, and you punt. How dumb. That happened to me at five football. I remember. I, I congratulated you on the game, and then the score was corrected, and I felt so bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, I saw that, and I was like, imagine the coach had called a fake punt, and like his whole game strategy is like, I got this killer play, guys. We're going to punt down late, and like in like two minutes left. If, if it comes down to this, if we're ever in a situation, we're going to go for it on fourth down, but we're going to fake this punt, and everyone would be so surprised because they're thinking we're being conservative. No, 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 we got this. And we're gonna the run a puts it through the end zone. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna run a ninety-five yard play with our punter. Yeah, that's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. And I probably uh, never, never ran ninety-five yards in his life. Uh, get ready for rush hour. Just as I saw this previewed, I already started giggling. Uh, the Atlanta Braves parade for winning the World Series went by a little quicker than expected. <laughs> That's fucking funny. The best. The best. I made three observations. One is um, Atlanta 
you're clearly not used to celebrating things. <laughs> First of all. Second of all, right down that street, if you're ever around there, Terry, hit up the varsity. It's like Al our uh, Belle Province, but it's like the metro, the, the the subway station, when you get there, the voice that comes on tells you that at the stop, there's the varsity. It's like that's a big, big thing there. Everyone knows about it. So um, that that's a famous sort of uh, corner in Atlanta. The other this thing bus is, driver really wanted to get home for some uh, some action. He yeah. guaranteed got a text from his girlfriend being like, I'm naked. And then he's like, all right, I'm going to get this parade done in 10 minutes. <laughs> I, uh, I'm over. I can't. I'm working. Is there a chance? My parents are at the parade. Say no more. Is there a chance? Because... <laughs> Atlanta is known for this, that for once there wasn't a bunch of traffic and the, the, the driver just got really excited, just didn't know the feeling. Kind of like yeah. him not knowing the feeling of winning, he didn't know the feeling of not having traffic in Atlanta. He's like, look at all this space. <laughs> There's so much room for activities. Swerving. <laughs> and donuts. our last He's doing topic for tonight is going to be family ties. Vin Diesel took to Instagram to reach out to his former castmate, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and asked The Rock to rejoin the family on Fast and Furious 10. Quote, uh, my little brother Dwayne, the time has come. The world awaits the finale of Fast 10. As you know, my children refer to you as Uncle Dwayne in my house. There is not a holiday that goes by that they and you don't send well wishes. But the time has come. Legacy awaits. I told you years ago that I was going to fulfill my promise to Pablo. I swore that we would reach and manifest the best fast in the final that is 10. I say this out of love, but you must show up. Do not leave the franchise idle. You have uh, a very important role to play. Hobbs can't be played by no other. I hope that you rise to the occasion and fulfill your destiny. So this is to be the last 10, the last Fast and Furious. So that was the first thing. When I read that, I was... The first thing I thought was, The Rock starts with little brother Dwayne. And I was like, The Rock left because you took this shit too seriously? And like, there's no way, there's no way The Rock's like, dude, come on. Come on, Vincent Diesel. What are you doing here, man? But then Also, like, that, Pablo? Just say Paul, you know? But that, that's another thing. He calls Paul Walker Pablo? Yeah, it's probably yeah, a nickname, but like, this is a cry for help. This is a cry for a paycheck. It's a cry uh, for The Rock to help boost the the, uh, the box office, it seems. Um, but well, I got the same thing from you, Terry. I was like, wait, 10? It's done at 10? It's the last one? No. No, no, no. I have so many more, also, so much more I've living only to seen do. Like, I've only seen like four of them. So, I mean, uh, I guess you just don't appreciate family the same I've way. I've seen the, the first two. <laughs> the first two. I missed Tokyo Drift. I saw four. And then I saw like maybe one of the next gen. I haven't seen any of the Hobbs ones. Fuck that shit. The only good thing about there being 10 is my um, my top 10 movies can can just be Fast and Furious movies. Yeah, it's a good point. So, so when someone asks me, I can now say Fast and Furious 1 to, one to 10. Uh, unlike right now, what I'm doing is Fast and Furious and Die Hard. But you have to do them in order, though. You have to order the numbers properly. That's fair. I can do that. I can do that. Fast Five, number one. <laughs> um, I might do a marathon. I'd say, totally down. Whatever you want, Terry, totally yeah? down. Like okay, when sports ties down, down, we'll do it. We'll do all 10. Okay, we'll be all good. gross and order too much pizza, drink too much beer. It'll be awesome. Um, <laughs> Eagle, thank you for all the work you've done tonight, um, even when you post the wrong videos. Uh, Terry. No, no, no. I post exactly what you give me. Let's not make a mistake feel here. Free, put the blame on me. Feel free to do production work before the show starts. I um, did. I found the clips you missed. Terry Tab, thank you for joining me on the show. It was a lot of fun. 
But I do want to thank anybody who has subscribed, anybody who has decided to follow us, uh, to rate, review. We appreciate that. That's how we keep the lights on. Uh, if you have not yet done that, Eagle, he'll find you. He'll eat all your cookies. You have no cookies left, and you'll know why. And drink your milk. So thank you guys for all of that. But most of all, thank you for letting me be myself. You've been listening to Hot Sauce Sports. What are you, evil Santa Claus? <laughs> <laughs>